Welcome along to episode 730 of the Mill Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, Broken of the Great British Sewing Bee in 2022. Let us know about the pre-loved awards. We'll be hearing from Asha Tak all about the amazing work that she's doing as part of her charity fundraising alongside the Miss Great Britain competition for 2023. We'll be talking to Cotswolds Racing Society about Breaking the Fourth, their open day that's on the way. Certain Media will be along to let us know about their latest single and their radio play, which is debuting next week. We'll be talking about the Compton Care Summer Party with Emily Thompson. Dr Alex joins us to have a bit of a chat about dog walking, how it can help relieve stress. And we'll be finding out about the First Responders Family Fun Day in Featherstone. That's all on the way on the show this week. Welcome to the Milk Bar. 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 Uh, welcome to the milk bar. New research from Pruina is telling us that 7.46am is the best time to walk our dog. It's when most of us are doing it, but it also comes with mental health benefits too. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Dr Alex. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well. Good to see you again. Thank you for having me. Well, good to have you along. And now, when it comes to walking our dog, it's amazing the difference it makes. It is helping people to, when there's magic words, walk is a mention, the dog goes mad, but the human chills out. Yeah, it's actually very true, isn't it? Um, yeah, I've got uh, I've got my dog Rolo. My family have got uh, Paddington as well, um, another uh, dog, Sp- a spaniel. And I just know personally, it just makes the biggest difference. I've had Rolo um, just over a year now. And uh, yeah, I think in many ways, he, he you know he's changed my changed my life, to be honest, which is kind of handy because the hashtag for this campaign is, is changing lives together and it's all sent pet human bond and i think there's some kind of uh, there's a level of like this unconditional love you have with a pet and i think this kind of element of like you nurturing looking after them it feels like there's like them also doing the same for you so you know this campaign is amazing you know the idea is we're trying to raise money for canine um partners so a dog assistance charity so if people basically post a photo out for a walk with a dog on Instagram, use hashtag changing lives together. One pound will be donated from uh, Purina to um, to the charity, which is which is amazing. I think it's just a great opportunity while you're doing something that's, as you said, great for your mental health to also raise some money too. Yeah, and when it comes to having pets, say it, it is something which is um, it's it's not it's got to be done on the cheap. You've got to look after your animals, so taking care of them. And that many of those people who may be disabled, uh, they may have a different working arrangement to others, and therefore they may be under financial strain. Uh, so the ability to actually even buy the pet, although they may be able to afford to feed it and take out insurance for pet bills and things, they may not be able to afford to buy the pet in the first place. Mm-hmm. So this is how the, the charity can, can come in. And as these pets are trained as assistance dogs. Uh, then there's there's the extra added bonus that they're going to be you know, brilliant around the house. Yeah, I mean the thing is is that you know even you know I, I'm uh, I'm able able bodied and I had Rolo um, really for, as much for anything for mental and, and mental support and just to have company. I think um, you know sometimes people are embarrassed to say that uh, pets are company and help battle things like loneliness. And uh, he's just the most amazing company. But for those who are less able bodied or those who are uh, disabled. You know, assistance dogs actually really can change their lives and, you know, allow them to do things and to be able to live their, you know, live more of the life that they that they want to live. So, um, yeah, as I say, it's a it's an amazing charity. And uh, yeah, I'm proud to be involved with this campaign, actually. 
Yeah, and, and whether it's uh, support mentally or, or physically, or just having uh, another being there, and mm. you know, in particular for for protection and feeling safe and secure. Actually, having someone else who's listening out for you all night actually is a brilliant way of uh, just feeling more comfortable in your own home. That's very true. And uh, Rolo will hear any squirrel outside scuttling or a, a bird that's waking up nice and earlier. <laughs> Rolo lets me know that uh, there is something outside. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, dogs have got a very keen ear, haven't they, to, to sound. And obviously this campaign doing absolutely brilliant things. And uh, it, the fact that they are, are partnering with this one and, and looking at the research and the way in which it's helped. It's it's nice to be associated with a brand who are, are, are caring for not only the pets, but also for the owners yeah. too. Absolutely. So if you want to get involved, please you know, please do, please do. And uh, so just to, make, to put that post out between now and uh, the Monday coming, so that's a week, to put a post out uh you know if you're out on your morning walk or whatever then that's a great time and it's interesting because uh when i saw the research of 746 being the kind of common time or the average time that people are out and about uh that is i right for my that's true in my case as well i head out the door at about 7 30 just afterwards so i would be out on a walk at that time and i think um so many other people like myself find that starting your day with an with a good walk being so great for your mental health i mean it's the whole reason i started the podcast uh, the stomp cast encouraging people to go out for a walk you know just moving their body you know moving their you know minds as well for their for their health and if you've got a, a furry friend that can join you then well brilliant yeah so sometimes you might feel you need to have a reason to go out for a walk yeah, yeah. I, I in the past have been out for a walk from home to home the long way around uh and i i've always found that particularly good because walking gives your mind chance to tick over and, and uh, unlike sleep which is your, your body and your mind working together to tidy things up when you go for a walk actually it's all your mind bringing things into order yeah and i um you know, I started uh, walking um, for the sake of walking at university when I was having difficult times, my own mental health. And to be honest, I, I don't know what I'd do without it now. It's part of my everyday routine. Um, it, it really sets the day right. And, you know, the research backs it that those that spend more time walking in nature are much more likely to be calm and much less likely to be anxious. And actually, the effects on things like productivity are huge as well. And it makes sense. You know, get out for a walk, get blood going blood flowing through your brain, you feel awake and alert, you come back and you're like, right, I'm ready for the day. And, it, it, you know, I, I find it such a good way to start a working day as well. I always make sure I get that walk in. And actually, you know, I, I, I generally don't let the weather get in the way either. You know, we, let's be honest, we're in a country that has all kinds of, of weather around the, around the year. And uh, I, I really just get out there, you know, just even if it's raining, just chucking it, you know, chuck a, a raincoat on and get outside and uh you know the effects i honestly think the effects even when the weather's bad in terms of your mental health when you get back are very similar to if it's a sunny day you know getting out actually just regardless of the weather gives you that sense of accomplishment and clarity well as i say all this is going to be helped uh by the campaign that Peruina are running they've raised more than seventy thousand pounds so far we're looking for that hashtag give us all the details again and uh, also let us know when we'll be seeing a picture of you and rollo out and about yeah, so the, the campaign is hashtag changing lives together. And this is Prina supporting Canine Partners. I'm very proud to be involved. So if you post a photo, uh, use the hashtag and, you know, they will donate a, a pound uh, to the charity. And you'll see the photo of me and Rolo a little later on. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. And, you know, please do get involved. It's just an amazing campaign. Well, Dr. Alex George, thank you as ever for joining us. Thank you.
Coastal Dramatic Society have a special event on the 28th of June. It is breaking the 4th. A bit of an open evening for those who wish to be involved or just wish to see what they're up to. Bridget O'Connor is here now to tell us exactly what's going on. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, rehearsals are all underway. Um, we're hoping for a full run through this week. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's looking like a really good evening. Um, basically, it opens at 7 o'clock at Codswell Village Hall. Mm -hmm. And... There's a chance before we start the performances, there's a chance for our audience members to meet, you know, to, to meet the, uh, to meet our, our drama members, basically, hence breaking the fourth, because obviously the fourth wall is the imaginary wall. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be having displays of past performances. So that'll be really good. We've also got um, a chance for you to sort of chat with any members you know, find out about if you want to join. It's also a chance for our patrons to come along and just see what their money goes towards. Um, and a thank you to them as well. Um, we've got a photo booth going on so people can come along and wear, put their wigs on and <laughs> ha different hats and things like that, various different bits of costume and things. Um, so that's all good fun. And we've, we're going to have the tech equipment out as well. So if anybody wants to have a look and find out about um, like the lighting and the sound and how we do all our effects and things, then there's an opportunity for people to to have a look at that as well and talk to the tech guys. So, it's, yes, that's it's quite a lot. On. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all in the first half hour as well. So, so you know. <laughs> that's quite impressive. Yeah, because it, yeah. it, it is it is about <laughs> someone who, who may be interested, as we say, in becoming part of the group. And that doesn't have to be front uh, on stage. It could be front of house. It could be uh, behind the scenes. If you've got an interest in, in driving the tech, then actually you'll be more than welcome. And it's amazing what roles can be difficult to fill sometimes when it comes down to uh, something as amazing as Codsell, because you've got a hugely talented group of people. And I know a lot of people just like coming along to watch because it is so good. It is professional theatre done by people who aren't paid uh, and it is a brilliant way of uh, enjoying some amazing pieces of work and the, uh, through what you're going to demonstrate as well uh, with the the groups uh, who are going to be doing little uh, short pieces and short form theatre yeah. uh, it, it gives people a flavour of it and as you mentioned everybody's welcome but whether you're a patron or you know you could be your uh, a member of the Staffordshire Lottery who have chosen Cotswold Mass Society as your charity of choice uh, that you know, you're then funding then actually you know there's so yeah, loads of people who are interested you don't normally always see what's going on and seeing what makes a show happen is just as interesting as seeing a show yeah definitely i mean the, the um performance performances we've got we've um got people singing which we don't we don't have generally during our plays but we know that a lot of our members have got other talents that we don't always hear about so we've got some you, people singing. you share songs. a bit of that at the christmas play for children we do yes yeah but we've got it uh, Yes, children's songs and things. But yeah, we've got some people singing. We've got some people reading poetry. We've got monologues, drama, comedy. We've got all sorts going on for the main performance. And then obviously all these little bits round about as well. So it's going to be a really good evening. It's looking, mm -hmm. it's looking really good. 
and complimentary tea and coffee there might be a biscuit or two there too and oh, if, yes. you fa- if you fancy something a little more fruity then you can bring your own drinks along but do behave on the night it is purely a social event and not a raucous party uh, unless of course one of those has been portrayed on stage but you don't join in with that bit that is the performance so there's uh, all sorts of uh, yeah, fun to be had just just watching listening being part of the chance to ask questions as well and I think that's another big part of it because when I mean, you've been involved for yeah. a, a number of years and done so many different things in, in every capacity haven't you oh gosh I've been there for at least 30 years I joined when I was when I was young I was about 13 I think I'm (laughs) the longest standing member there (laughs) in fact I am yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I say once you're in you won't want to leave and that's the thing you you want to be part of it and it could be that you know during you know different times of people's lives or things which may distract them and take them away from it for a short while uh you know you may not be able to be involved for any reason but you probably will want to come back and it, it is a, a welcoming family and a great bunch of hugely talented performers and you all like a good giggle as well don't you definitely yeah definitely so how do people arrange to come along because it's in Codsall Village Hall it is Wednesday the 28th seven o'clock we've said to be there for but do they need to yeah. book in advance no they don't you can just turn up um and it's free obviously you know donations are welcome but it's a completely free night you know tea and coffee is complimentary little bit of a raffle as well for a hamper so you could get a chance to win a hamper but yeah just turn up and uh, find out what's going on and whether you live in Codsall have links to Codsall or from anywhere in the Wolverhampton area and can get to Codsall then actually there could be a place for you in a forthcoming production yeah absolutely all are welcome anybody and and how would you sell it if you just had yeah, 30 seconds to sell Codswell Back to Society, what would you say? For me, it's a family that I never want to leave. They're just absolutely great. There's all sorts that you can do, you know, and even, you know, if you don't feel confident or whatever, you just you just learn so many skills. It's just brilliant. And, you know, people, they're my friends. They're not just people I turn up on a Wednesday evening. And even if, you know, if you're not involved, in the play we, we still meet we're like you know we're a social group as well as a drama society we still meet every single wednesday 7 30 you know just turn up for a good giggle yeah so absolutely brilliant yeah get yourself along find out more and become part of it if you want to or if you just want to see what happens you're more than welcome just to do that and because there will be a good showcase for everyone uh, to find out about what forthcoming productions you have on the way to yeah brilliant oh, definitely O'Connor from console dramatic society thank you for joining us Thank you. Certain media are absolutely positive about getting an amazing project finally off the ground, into your ears and in front of your eyes as well. I'm joined now by the whole gang, pretty much, to tell us more. Let's have introductions, please, uh, starting uh, with uh, the Judith Posse. Hi, so um, I'm Judith, um, uh, writer um, of, of the project with Nick. Yeah, with writers Nick and Judith, the writers. <laughs> and Hello, Daniel. Uh, I'm Dan Crew. I, 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 uh, I've done some animated videos for certain, and I'm sort of working on the, the, uh, the, the visual part of the audio engineering as well. And Ange, give us your update, please. Hi, I'm Ange, and uh, I'm a singer. <laughs> and finally, uh, the, the God in the studio. The God in the studio, that's right. Oh, sorry, I, I thought you were talking to someone else. Hi, I'm Gavin Monaghan. Um, I run uh, Magic Garden um, Recording Studio, and uh, I've worked on the music for this project. Next, uh, no, no, Judith. This, uh, is, uh, oh, hold on. On. this is Liam, who has also worked on the music for this project. Yeah. Hi, Liam. 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 Hi,
and behind is a band uh, that I'm working with called Watermark. I'll give them a shout out because they're local. That's all good. We like that. Well, well, let's get some more stuff from Watermark and we'll have a chat with them later on. So we'll do an interview with them in the not too distant future, please. Sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's 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 start with uh, Judith and, and Nick. So uh, obviously, the we've spoken in the past, and uh, it's it great to, uh, to 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 feature in our end of year quiz this year. Uh, they're talking all about uh, the the project itself, but there is now uh, a full video and uh, some uh, some audio tied in with it, uh, which is going to be the the launch of the the first of the full animated storyboards. Yes, that's it. That's it. It's finally here. We've managed it. It's been a while, but we got there in the <laughs> well, end. This, is, this has got to be at least 18 months, if not two years, hasn't it? I know. Well, well yeah. yeah I mean, we like started out... <laughs> Don't talk about <laughs> We started out with a script, and um, we, we, we didn't really know what we were going to do beyond that. And then, and then we did come up with the idea of doing it as a radio play, and we're like, yeah, let's do it as a radio play. And then that then was how do we do yeah. that? No idea. So it's no been idea. a lot of learning curves, but none of this would have happened without um, Dan. Dan's been an absolute um, star throughout this. He's he? basically carried it for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> Dan, you've, you've given all of these characters uh, their, their look, the feel, oh, and uh, they get to be seen as well as heard. And I mean, that's something you've been doing alongside the music videos uh, from certain. And I mean, they have been absolutely awesome. I've had great pleasure uh, showing those uh, when we've been uh, sharing them with the likes of the race course. And I know they've been covered on media and the internet you know, endlessly for all the right reasons. They are amazing. So you must be really proud with what you've got now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just lucky to work with uh, these guys, and th th they've just sort of been feeding me ideas. It's like, yeah, is is song, is the uh, sort of premise, is the script, is this? Uh, do what you want. Uh, just, just go on a journey with it. I'm like, okay. Uh, and <laughs> uh, and luckily, they've liked what I've sort of turned out, and then it's just sort of snowballed from there. And it's been a joy to sort of fresh this this project out, really, and just, like just starting with the initial videos and getting the idea of the characters, and then finally. You know, it's sort of in like this this radio play form where everything sort of which you normal. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And we're going to be sharing this uh, audio very soon, and then they say there'll be the, uh, uh, the the coverage and the animations online, which is going to help with the telling that story too. Uh, so how far off are we? When will we be able to share this? Well, very very soon, and um, it's going to be premiered on. Um, Jason Forrest show on yes. WCR. Yeah, we will be on 101.8 WCR FM. It'll be split into bite-sized pieces over the week of release week. And yeah, this is, it's going to be uh, so nice to have, I mean, such a, a properly local project and just so many people all coming together to uh, to, to, to to bring something to life. And, and, and that is, it has a life of its own, doesn't it? Yeah. It's brilliant, that. It's true. It does have a life of its own, um, but it's absolutely true what you say about it being collective. Like, lots of the voices on there are also brilliant musicians. I mean, Dan's several voices on there, you know. <laughs> Can I manage that? <laughs> everyone's pulled together just to make it happen, you know. And that's a fantastic energy, you know, that, that, it, that yeah. it seems to have engendered, you know. And yeah. this, this all ties in with a, a new piece of music uh, from Ange as well. So tell us a bit about that, please. The song, Walk With Me. Yeah, so it's a, an amazingly written song. Um, it's really, really special to me. Um, when um, originally, when I sang it, uh, recorded it in the studio, um, I couldn't actually connect with this, the song. It was just impossible for me to connect with it, so I couldn't sing it properly. And um, Gav was like, "Well, just imagine you're singing it to somebody, you know." And I couldn't, just couldn't do it. And Gav was like, "Well, imagine someone singing it to you." 
So I was like, yeah, okay. So I imagine my mum was singing it to me. Um, so I've had a few few tears, didn't I, in the studio then. Um, but then sang it anyway. Um, and I think it was sort of a good few months after my mum suddenly got poorly um, and was in the hospital and she was diagnosed with um, cancer that was inoperable. Um, unfortunately, I lost her the 26th of March last year. Um, so I... I knew what was what was coming and I'd um, spoken to Judith and Nick and says, can you send me a song um, of the UK just so I can get my mum to listen to it? Because my mum was my number one fan. Um, there was nobody on this earth at all that like was a bigger fan of me than my mum. You know, she uh, she loved me very dearly uh, and I loved her too, obviously. Um, but anyway, so I've um, asked for, for a song to show her and it was the day before she passed away um, and Judith and Nick sent over the, the actual song Walk With Me, um, which they had three to choose from and I don't think they were aware of like what had actually happened. Um, but they sent Walk With Me um, and um, I played it to my mum as she's in the hospital bed and uh, she's like lying there with her, with her eyes closed um really enjoying it you know and uh it's like quite heart rendering and then she pipes up and says yeah well, i got a bad voice have you Miguele? when i'm dead and that goes to number one you can think of me <laughs> so i'm hoping it's right <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd be such an amazing memory to make that one so uh, no pressure yeah. on everybody else but you know what you've got to do with this and and uh and gavin i mean the work that you put into all the music here and the uh, the audio recording as well uh, I mean, you are an absolute star uh, when it comes down to to this sort of thing. You know what you're doing, and uh, but you only work with musicians that you know you can get something out of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all it, it it's all about the song, isn't it? If somebody brings you in something that you feel is really special, then you want to put everything you've got into it, and um, that goes for everything that I that I do. Really, I'm I'm quite uh, I am quite selective, but there's a reason for that. Is that you know, the song's just absolutely everything. And I just try and get out of the way of it and uh, create an experience that people can connect with. What's the release date there, please? 30th of June. So mm. are we allowed to preview Which, before then, though? Yeah. Oh, funnily enough, funnily enough it is, we worked at Edinburgh, it's the day after my mum's birthday. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, oh. it's so strange how everything's come about a bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's that. No, that's that. It's, it, and it's going to be a, a special release, all the more because of that. So we'll Massive. take a listen to that in a moment or two's time. Uh, Dan, does this mean we've got artwork from you to go alongside it as well? Uh, no, I, I haven't done a video for this um, this song this time uh, due to all the work commitments and working on the uh, the, the um, uh, radio play. And, uh, mm -hmm. and to be fair, I don't think I'd want to touch it because that's a very personal song. And it's very very tidy with Andy and everything. Like I, 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 I don't know if I'd uh, want to. No, don't say that. Yeah, let the, let the song breathe and let the song do its own thing. And and, and if in the near future you wanted me to work on it, I'd make sure to give it the, the, the sort of weight that it deserves. So, yeah, it is cool. a beautiful song. So We'll see what happens there. And uh, so the, the radio play uh, release date there. So when will we have our first broadcast, please? So the first broadcast will be the 26th. That will be the 26th of June. Um, so that will be leading up to the release of the, the radio play in total. And um, and the single on the thirtieth. Mm. Well, I say I, I'm looking forward to hearing this. I've read the script. I know it's got 
all sorts that reflect the music industry across our city and so much creativity behind it. And, and that's one thing that you guys are absolutely amazing at. What is the next part of the project? Obviously, we've got this release and the obviously number one single, which we're going to be seeing. But uh, what comes next? So, um, well, Andy's got a couple of gigs coming up. She's, She's playing a couple of local. Busy. Couple... She's going to be quite busy. <laughs> She's doing, you're doing a couple of festivals, aren't you, Andy, coming up? And I'm... we want, go on. Yeah. And, and we want to, uh, I'm going to put it out there, we want to make the certain show into a musical. Um, and that seems impossible. It seems a long way. But a, a year ago, this seemed a long way yeah. away. So, you know, we've got to, we've got to just uh, reach for it. It's a funny show. I hope it's going to make people laugh. I hope it's going to move people. And um, we want it to run and run. We want to make more episodes and, um, yeah, take it onwards. Well, we look forward to that. Meanwhile, we're going to hear the single. Uh, but uh, give us all the details on where we can follow you online in advance of that release and the first broadcast of the first part of what will be an amazing radio play as we bring that to the air on the 26th of June. Uh, we are, so, <laughs> this is almost where it falls apart. So our, our website is certain.media um, and our Instagram and Twitter are at certainmediauk. Is that right, Dan? You know, yes, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to jump in because I've, I've, I've seen I've seen their social so many times I'm in the credits. <laughs> all the while. I'm like, it's actor and media UK. If you want to follow them on, on Instagram or Twitter, and okay. certain media for them. Absolutely, UK. Thank you. And, and where do we find you, Daniel? Uh, if you want to find my stuff, uh, I've got my own website, which is www.danielcrew.co.uk. All of my animations are on there. Uh, if anyone wants to shoot me an email and uh, pick my brain about animation, it's info at danielcrew.co.uk. And on my social media, which I'm terrible at updating and keeping on top of, <laughs> is at Dan Crew Animate. Yeah, all your creative stuff's going into that video. They'll do your actual work. So it, you know, it's what makes it difficult. Ange, what have you got for us? Any socials for us? Just Ange Lloyd. That is it. And Andrew Gavin, with an E. Andrew with an E, of course, A-N-G-E, Lloyd, and you're sorted. <laughs> and, uh, and Gavin, come on, we've got the Magic Garden stuff. Where else can we find you? Uh, you can find me at, at magicgardenstudio.com on Instagram. And also uh, my first single that um, actually in 25 years is coming out on the 23rd of June. So wow. uh, I'm quite, um, I, I'm really looking forward to that. And you can pre-save it. And it's uh, by Mama featuring Antonella. Okay, well, I want that sending to me as well, so I can play that on air as well. Thank you very much. Very much. You're a star. Well, thank you all for joining. It's always good to speak to you all. It's an amazing project. I'm so looking forward to being part of hearing that for the first time in the coming weeks. And uh, it's going to be amazing. And we're going to hear your amazing voice on record now. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate that.
When it comes to neurodiversity, somebody who understands it completely is a mom of somebody who is one of the pupils at the Technal Wood School. Ashatak joins me now to let me know about her world and also about a charity where she is raising funds and awareness. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Jason. How are you? I'm all right. I hope we find you well and, and uh, probably very busy. I am um, very busy, um, juggling 101 things as a single parent, um, as I'm not too sure how much you know about me already, but you know, I'm a working full-time mother who has a child with send needs that goes to Techno Woods School, um, and also a finalist for Miss Great Britain to raise awareness on this. Yeah, and uh, so all very, very important parts of your world. And I uh, say so that juggling must be a tricky task. Uh, tell us a, a bit about your uh, your youngster to start off with and, and the, the, the level of assistance they need. My son, who goes to Techno Wood School, he's currently in year three. Um, we did, wasn't quite sure if he was born with autism um, at the time. Um, we didn't know the signs or anything like that. Um, but... We had a healthcare visitor that recognised the signs and put him through for referral at a very young age. Um, but what I noticed going through that whole process is there's not much um, support um, available. There's not much communication. There's not an actual charity that's there to tell you what to do, what the processes are, even how to get an educational healthcare plan and what to do before that. There's no guidance, very miscommunicated um, and there's not actually much help out there. We've got him, he's very um, dependent on me. Um, he needs care 24 hours, um, he's nonverbal, um, and he relies on me quite heavily and um, purely because he's nonverbal and it's obviously health and, health and safety risk to himself and other people around him because he's not really aware of his surroundings. So that's a bit about him. And that in itself has helped you form the uh, the charity that you're working with. I say very much hoping that the uh, the, the Miss Great Britain uh, platform will help you to raise awareness of. Uh, and so tell us a bit about the, the work that you're doing through the charity then next. So the work that I'm doing, I've called it sending support with the word send in bolder letters because I find that parents like myself, single or not, we all need help, support, and to feel that you're not alone. Um, I want to be that charity where people know where they can go to, despite if they have send needs or any other disability needs, that they can come to us um, and ask us to support and advice on where to go and have some sort of guidance. I've lived and breathed through it, and I felt like I've been a project manager for his whole life for the mm -hmm. past eight years. You know, it was... You know, having a child, you don't even get a manual, but then having a child with additional needs, it's even harder. So um, I want to be that charity where it's that safe place for children as well as their parents. And eventually what I'm really looking to for if I win Miss GB is to actually have an, my own place where um, parents can have respite, where they can drop their children off. Um, and have a few hours away because sometimes you just need that respite and there's not actually certain places that do that all the time it's not really term time um, or during school holidays and it's minimum hours and that's if you can get a place there's not much government funding for anything like this um, so for me my long-term goal is to get that place for parents to say I need a day to myself here's my child can you please help me <laughs> I mean I would love that so um to even get that help it's you know you'll probably have to go through um social services and even then it's 
takes about a year to get any approvals or any help so yeah because i mean you know already that your son is in good hands when he's at technolwood school and yeah. uh, they do amazing work down there having seen uh one of their open days well, i've been there to two of their open days now and just the, yeah. the care and attention that is there that is just leveled at the right place for every single one of the kids how they do it i do not know but they do and I mean, that must make a massive difference and i suppose you you've seen some level of change since he's been going to school um, honestly, that school is literally a godsend. I mean, I've never um, known a school to really support me and my mental health, as well as my son, and giving me the tools of how to deal with his behaviour, his sensory needs, um, and just being there for me. Um, they've been a breath of fresh air. It's nice to know that he can be there till he's 18 and he'll be looked after. I've literally just got approval to have additional hours for him every other weekend um, for someone to look after him so he can become independent. And I'm hoping someone that knows him from that school will look after him and, and build that bond with him as well. Um, I don't know any other school would do that, but Techno Wood, honestly, they are amazing. And I'm hoping I can raise some money for the school um, and just show that awareness around Wolverhampton just to show how much they do for these children. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant work. And uh, uh, I, I know you and all the families involved and, of course, the students themselves appreciate it. And uh, we see with the innovative ways in which they work, uh, even things like the TDR Sports podcast, which, you know, they're winning awards and you would never expect it to be in that position. And the work that the school does has just brought about some amazing changes to so many kids who just need that expert attention sometimes. And even those yeah, who yeah, aren't, in your case, non-verbal and need a, a very more specific uh, yeah, approach to their education and can actually get it so they get the best possible outcomes in their lives, which is absolutely brilliant. So tell us about Miss Great Britain. How did all that one come about? What prompted you to get involved? So I didn't really know about much about pageantry. I've never done it in my life. Um, I'm in my 30s. So for me, I thought it's way above my um, age to even enter it. But one of my friends um, has been in the pageant world for most of her life. And I went and supported her last year. Um, and it was all about female empowerment and really giving back to charity. So Miss Great Britain support Alex's Wish and Cancer Research. Everybody knows who Cancer Research research is but they don't know about Alex's Wish so Alex's Wish is a charity that um, help um, uh, children that live with muscular dystrophy so they have um, a gene called Duchenne and if they have that their muscles stop working and it can become life-threatening um, however a couple of weeks ago I did a skydive and raised 1300 pounds for them totally went out my comfort zone <laughs> i should think so wow that is absolutely amazing but again these are things which which we all need to put ourselves outside our comfort zone a bit and you're basically just doing what you need to do to, to get the awareness for the work that goes alongside exactly. it exactly and i'm working um with the school a lot as well um to see if we can look to do some fundraising for the school through miss gb and um, to see if we can you know get them more noticed and out there more nationally and obviously miss great britain is the biggest um pageant in the uk um i thought let's get myself out of my comfort zone and just to show parents that yes you have a child with special needs or disability you can do something outside of that and your working world that you can go above and beyond and come out of your comfort zone and do something for yourself as well um, so I want to be that inspiration to other parents that you can do something for yourself, you can 
um, push yourself and do a lot more for charity as well. So how then did you get into the, the finals? Do you have to uh, qualify by winning uh, at, at one of the regional pageants first? So how I did it, because it's, because I'm in the middle category, there's three categories. So there's Miss, which is regional heats. Then there's Miss, which I'm in, which is an application. And you have to, it's a very rigorous process. So you really have, your application has to be amazing. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really about you and what you're going to give back and what you're going to do with the crown if you win it. And then there's Classic, Miss Classic. Um, and that's for the older generation. So that's from 45 and above. Um, and it's same for them. It's all through application process as well. Um, so that's how I, I well, as soon as I watched Miss GB in October, that night I registered my interest saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it for my son. I'm going to do it for myself. Um, and I know I want to do this. Um, and then I heard back for them in November to then fill in an application, which I did. Then I found out in January I was a finalist and then I've had two sponsors. So I've got a sponsor called Bespoke Health who help protect families financially and um, Be Bear who are, who are a beauty um, industry that look into products which are all vegan, um, you know, just to um, help people who are vegan that want friendly products. They've also sponsored me as well um, because they obviously believe in me and what I want to do and um, help more families to become you know more independent away from the children to you know and have that you know quality lifestyle so that's what my charity is all about is you know I want to help the kids that are forgotten that the government forget that people forget and to give back and I know that's my purpose in life is to give back I live and breathe it every day and I know what it's like to be that parent so I know what us parents need so that's why I'm doing this charity and that's why I applied for Miss GB. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Good luck with everything you've got going on there. So what do we need to know as far as details on the Miss GB side of things and also uh, any other links to your charity work? Where do we find you online? So um, my Instagram is under um, Asha Manhota um, and I'll have a link for my Instagram, which is called Sending Support. Um, I can send it to you afterwards if that's easier. Um, so you can um, have a look at that. And um, I've got links for my cancer research um, charity fundraising and links to Alex's wish as well. So uh, we'll share all of those. Meanwhile, have a great time in everything that you do. I know it's just really must be ever such hard work finding time for everything, but you seem to be brilliant at juggling all of that too. (laughs) Asha, it's been great speaking to you. Thank Thank you you for joining us. And we wish you every success in the competition. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. On the way at midday this Sunday, there's going to be a summer spectacular raising funds for the Featherstone Parents and Toddlers Group and also the Featherstone District Community First Responders. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Ben Biddle. Hello, sir. Hi, Jason. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm good. I hope we're finding you uh, ready and raring to go for Sunday because there's been an awful lot going on to get to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think we're pretty much there now. Um, There's just the last little bits and bobs mopping up. I'm making all the necessary final phone calls, um, filling out the last little bits of paperwork. Um, but yeah, we're all set to go. The only thing we can't control, obviously, on the day is the weather. Oh, no, that, that's um, okay. That'll be fine. <laughs> I, I read the weather forecast out. So I'll make it up. That's how it works, isn't it? Absolutely. Glorious sunshine all day Sunday. I think that, that's that's what we're saying. I like it. No, that's fine.
Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we've got a whole host of different things going on, a range of different stalls, uh, craft stalls, um, Scentsy stalls, things like that. Um, all, the, all the well-known brands, Bits and Bobs, uh, Avon, so on, so on, so on. Mm-hmm. Um, ice cream pendant, sweet stalls, refreshments throughout. Uh, the centre has got a licensed bar as well. Um, what I will just put out there for anybody that obviously just come along, the bar is cash only. They don't take card payments, unfortunately, um, due to one thing or another. So that's just a shout out for anybody that is coming. Um, just make sure you've got cash with you because the bar doesn't take um, card. Um, stalls on the day, some will take cards, some won't. Um, so just make sure you've got a little bit of cash if you are coming along. Uh, there is a cash point in the village, which most people will know is by the post office. Um, but yeah, as I say, we've got a whole host of different things going on. Uh, local performances all being well. Fingers crossed that all goes according to plan. Uh, we've got, um, we were going to have a mascot mini disco, but that's now being changed to mascot parade because um, unfortunately we've had to change the casting of that round slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so character-wise, all I will say to you, obviously for copyright reasons, is they are well-known characters. Um, so definitely come along on the day and you'll see exactly what I mean by that. Um, we're hoping to uh, have a couple of Punch and Judy shows out there as well, um, as well as our demonstration by Featherston and Keith. Featherstone kickboxing group. Uh, they're going to do a few bits and bobs for us as well. That always works really, really well, actually, because it gives people a chance to see what they're actually all about. Uh, they're a cracking group of people, a uh, very, very welcoming community of people as well. Um, I've known their manager for a long, long time. Um, so it's all it's all good with Paul. Uh, what else have we got going down throughout the day? Uh, our massive, massive, massive community CPR event. So we have our mannequins out in front of our actual store. But then at one point in the day, we allocate between half an hour and 45 minutes uh, where we put all the mannequins into the arena area, uh, which is sort of a fenced off area on the field. Uh, And we invite as many people that want to come and join in to join in with our mass CPR event. Um, So we use the familiar tunes that everybody's aware of, Baby Shark, Staying Alive, um, 5,000 Miles Proclaimers, obviously the adapted version for CPR. Mm-hmm. But 2019, pre-COVID, um, it was an absolute storm. It worked so well. We had kids involved, adults involved. Um, there's literally, there's no age limit. You can, if, if little ones want to come along, bring a teddy with them. They can use a teddy to do it as well. It's just a mass, mass sort of a learning experience, but also fun at the same time. Um, if I'd got my way, the whole world would know how to do CPR because it's one of those things that is one genuine thing in life that will potentially save somebody's life. It doesn't matter what age you are, um, you can you can learn the basics of it. There is no no age limit on how how old or how young you can be to learn CPR. As long as you can jump on somebody's chest or can <laughs> to compress somebody's chest, I should say, um, you're you're absolutely fine. Um, that's that's the bare basics of the the bread and butter of the job, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I mean, when it comes to when it comes down to CPR and the work of the first responders, what we have here is it's it's all about the community coming together, and obviously, first responders are you know, volunteering for their community to to put themselves forward to say, I want to help. But anything we can do before the first responder gets there is vitally important, where we have AEDs out in the community as well. Uh, that information will be passed on if you ring 999 to try and help somebody out. But if you are able to do CPR whilst you're waiting for either that defib to arrive or a first responder, and then finally the ambulance team, actually you've got the best chance possible. Now, in a lot of cases, there's nothing you can do. But as long as you've done the best you can do, that's what counts. 
Yeah, we always say, and and I'm the I'm the biggest advocate for this, and anybody that knows me well enough will tell you this. Anything is better than nothing at all. It's something that you're trying to do to help somebody is always going to be better than nothing at all. Even if you as an individual think, obviously not you personally, uh, the, the uh, individuals think that it's not good enough. Th- th- there's no such word as that. And we've had many a conversation at these sort of events where we've had people come to us. Oh, but what if I don't do it right? You you, you can't do it wrong. It, it's, it's an impossibility. It's just something is always going to be better than nothing. Um, you mentioned about the AEDs in the community. We've got AED trainers as well. Because a lot of people think, oh, but I don't know what I'm doing with them. Come and have a go. Come and get the bag out. Come and get one of the ambulance bags out from us and actually have a look at what's in it and run a little scenario. We'll run a scenario with you so you can actually have a go and have a play under normal conditions without the stress related to it. And you can actually then hold those skills and knowledge for the situation that may, hopefully doesn't, arise when you're out and about in the community. Absolutely. And I've never used an AED in anger, but I have done training as part of my first aid course. You have had to use them on real living patients. And uh, that's the important part. Whilst they've got that opportunity to stay alive, that's exactly what the AED is going to help with. And the A bit is the important bit. It is automatic. It knows when to shock. It knows when to to not and just monitor the situation. And all you've got to do is keep clear when it tells you to and do CPR when it doesn't. And uh, it will tell you what to do there. So there's so much you can learn on the day. It's all about everyone coming together and having fun, though. So it's 12 o'clock. Give us all the details on how people arrive and where they're coming to. Okay, so your the event is at Featherstone and Hilton Community Centre, which is based on Boundary Drive in uh, Featherstone. Um, parking, <laughs> you, you play Russian roulette on the day with that, I'm afraid. Um, most people park in the streets. Um, a lot of people, if they come from the village, will walk. Uh, a lot of people, as I do, park on the road alongside. There is very limited parking on site. Um, however, we, we like to make sure there's available spots at the top should the situation arise where we do need to get any emergency vehicles that are on call and not just their spectacles there on the day. Um, but yeah, parking is sort of a bit of a, you take your chances. But as I say, there's more than enough places to park within the village and the local vicinity anyway. Um, there's a load of events going on outside as well as inside. Um, as I say, the actual final picture of where everything's going to be isn't quite finalised yet because we've got little adaptations being made due to people wanting to now be outside because of the weather. Um, but there'll be all sorts of stuff outside. Um We've got catering vans there, so there'll be access to food and refreshments outside. As I say, you've got a license, fully licensed bar inside. Um, you've got stores going on in both rooms in the actual main centre. All will be signposted, so you haven't got to worry about any sort of people getting lost. Um, obviously, there's access to toilets, facilities in there as well. Uh, places to keep cool and sit down on the inside. Uh, refreshments again inside. Um, it's, it's set to be a massive, massive fun day. So we kind of... Uh, Kind of really excited from our point of view. Absolutely, something to really look forward to. So it starts at midday. What time does it run until? So it's 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 set into run till about five o'clock. I'm going to be down there as well. I'm helping you host the stage, and I know it's going to be a, a fantastic event. And that's just what you've told me about what we're going to do. I get to do the easy bit and just shout a bit, so that'll be quite good fun. I'll be running around as a, like a complete stressor on the day, but it'll all be good fun. That's the way um, we like it. <laughs> but we will be monitoring your blood pressure as we head through, just to make sure all is well. Definitely. Yeah. No, if it- <laughs> as well jason that's really 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 appreciated no it's all gonna be good fun so it is all raising funds as i say for uh, let me get this right these featherstone and district community first responders and also the featherstone uh, parents and toddlers group as well and uh, it's uh get yourself down there we will be there and we'll have a great time uh, ben ben biddle thank you for joining us thank you jason much appreciated mate
See you on Sunday. Now on the 2nd of July, when the Compton Care Summer Party takes place, somebody who's going to be very relaxed by this point, I hope, is Emily Thompson, the events manager over there. She's, I, I, we're talking on Zoom, so I can see the look on her face. Uh, it's all stressful getting there, but it's going to be amazing on the day, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's certainly a journey, I'll put it like that, Jason, to be honest. But yeah, hopefully on the day we will have blue skies as we have today so um yeah and it'll be an amazing event for everybody we're hoping for a, a good one there and it is going to be fun for all the family because there is so much involved uh we've already heard about the rat pack who are performing and they're headlining the show at uh, around 6 30 but it all gets going at two o'clock and it is non-stop throughout the day yeah it is we've got a host of choirs um local dance troops everything like that to get the um, to get the family entertained so we've also got we'll also be doing some fundraising activities so we've got some kids games as well um ice cream obviously always goes down Has well there, so yeah. yeah and our very own crumbles cafe will be doing some food for us on the day so hopefully you'll be able to get some burgers and sausages from from um, from crumbles as well so yeah we have got a lot of go a lot of stuff going on a lot of acts throughout the day um, so, yeah, it should be a fun day. Absolutely. And so this is all about raising funds for Compton. Now, it's a crazily cheap price to get in, isn't it? It's only a fiver and it's free for under-18s. Yeah, absolute bargain. So it's a fiver to get in, free for under-18s, as you said. And, yeah, it's really about, um, you know, raising awareness of Compton within the local community that we work in, um, having a chat to people, telling them all about our services, but also... Yeah, having a fun day and raising and raising some cash for Compton. Now, it's all taking place at the old Refrinians ground, uh, so that's going to be a, a great site for it too, isn't it? Because you can get thousands in there. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's a it's a beautiful outlook down at the old wall, so with the cricket ground and and everything. So yeah, there'll be full fully stocked bar for everybody throughout the day. We've got parking at AFC Wolfrenians, which is next door, and also the Wolverhampton Rugby Club. So they've been really kind, letting us use their car parking facilities. So yeah, it should be a really really lovely day for everybody. And what brought this together this year? Because it's been a little while since Compton's been in a position to run an outdoor event like this. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's just it's just bringing everyone together. We, you know, we obviously celebrated our 40th year last year. So we, we just wanted to carry on the party, if you like, and, um, and host our first summer party. We've done events like this in the past, but like you say, you know, with COVID and everything like that, it's just good to get them back back up and running and get out in the community and and speak to people and have fun with staff and um, supporters alike. Now, I think one of the important things is people need to know, is Custard the Bear going to be there? (laughs) I'm sure if it's a beautiful day like it is today, Custard will be making an appearance and hopefully our retail team will be down there as well selling Custard so you'll be able to buy your very own Custard and take it away. Not quite life-size, unfortunately. No, 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 teddy bear size. So, um, So, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to take one away with you as a momentum of the day. And many selfie opportunities too with Custard. I know they like a few pictures, don't they? Yeah, everyone loves custard. Everyone loves the mascot, don't they? But everyone loves our friendly custard bear. So, um, so yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure Custer will be making a few appearances throughout the day. <laughs> so if people do want to get hold of tickets, I, I know they will, because not only they're supporting Compton, but also they're getting a great day out. What do they do? 
Yeah, so tickets will be on sale at, at Crumble, sorry, within the, the next few days and also through Eventbrite. So you can access that through our website. Um, it'll be, it's on the homepage. So just go onto the Compton Care website and then click on the Summer Party link and events through, um, tickets will be sold through Eventbrite. Yeah, and, and even if you are under 18 and going, you still need to get a ticket, don't you? Yes, please. Yeah, if you can get a ticket if you're under eighteen, um, yeah, that would be that would be really helpful. And tickets will be available on the day. So, yeah, just if the weather if the weather's nice and you fancy an afternoon out, then obviously pop down and you can buy your ticket on the day. The weather's going to be amazing. I think we've already booked that in advance. <laughs> I, I can't think of an event where we haven't needed sunscreen. Even when we were doing the uh, the stuff in West Park back in the day, we always needed sunscreen. So. Yeah, fingers crossed. You don't <laughs> want a temp vote, but that's no. the one thing that we can't plan for and the one thing that we can't book. But regardless, I'm sure everyone can be dancing and singing in the rain as well. So, um, but you know, let's hope it for a lovely day. It'll be amazing. And of course, you say the, the work they come to do is absolutely massive, and it's not just at the the hospice sites. It's uh, the all the other things that Compton does in the community and the, the nursing staff and the helplines that, that are there and including grief management services as well all of those things which are just huge when you need them and, you know some people might think oh well you know Compton I, I, they, 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 they may not touch my life but actually they touch the lives of virtually every family in the city of Wolverhampton. Yeah they really do I think you can you know obviously working for Compton for the past year you speak to people and everyone knows about Compton um everyone knows somebody that's been affected or been as touched by Compton as well so yeah we do offer amazing services like you say like our bereavement our bereavement hubs and our living well centers so it's not just all about the inpatient unit that we have down at Compton it's about our work within the community and making sure that people can stay at home for as long as they as they want to and are comfortable at home as well so yeah there's a massive amount of work that we do um that people aren't aware of so hopefully the summer party will be able to share some of those those services with people and have a chat to people about what we do and of course there's always more events coming up with Compton I know we have the memory walk coming up in September so that'll be uh, uh, another one that people can get involved with details and everything comptoncare.org.uk check out those details there there'll be obviously links to find out more about the uh, summer party too but of course Eventbrite just search for the Compton Care summer party grab your tickets a fiver for adults kids for free and you've got an amazing day planned it's going to be awesome i'm looking forward to hearing more about what's going on for now though emily thompson from compton care thank you for joining us thanks so much jason it's been lovely to chat to you Following on from World Environment Day and the fact that we enjoy getting secondhand and making the most of it, I'm joined now by Brogan Somerville, who's going to tell me more about a pseudocrim survey. Good afternoon. Hello, so happy to be here. Well, good to talk to you. And first of all, congratulations on your placing in uh, last year's Sewing Bee. It must have been a fantastic competition to be part of. Oh, it was incredible. It was such a great opportunity and it's led me to be able to work on loads of exciting projects like this one. Absolutely. Now, uh, when it comes down to uh, yeah, making do and men, that's a, a phrase from in the dim and distant past. But these days we are enjoying buying more secondhand and yeah, making the most of it, whether we use it as is or it becomes part of a project at home. And that's what Sudikram have found out in this survey, isn't it? 
Exactly. So Sudocrem did some of their own research and it showed that actually 89% of Brits are enjoying buying secondhand at the minute, which is amazing. It's not just clothes, it's all sorts. It's furniture, it's computer games. So I think it just shows it's getting even more popular. And when it comes down to all of that list, though, there's not many things that you couldn't embellish with a little bit of a flourish and some cotton and maybe a bit of ribbon, too. Exactly. I mean, you could DIY your own furniture or we could be looking at clothes and, you know, adding buttons, adding trims to make them your own. There's all sorts you can do with secondhand items. You can very much have your own transformation challenge, a.k.a. sewing bee. <laughs> exactly i think that gave me the perfect experience i needed to be able to update my own second hand clothes now obviously they're, they're launching a pre-loved awards uh through sudicrim so tell us a, a bit about that so it's actually the first ever awards dedicated to celebrating pre-loved clothing and they really want to let people get involved that are enjoying buying in charity shops or even the businesses themselves so you can enter there's seven different categories you've got things like the mum and baby category the senior category and then as i mentioned businesses can get involved with things like best charity shop best vintage fair and i'm actually going to be one of the judges so i'm going to help and um, pick the winners and there's some great prizes that people can win as well and this is all good news for the environment, but also for our cost base too. Because although you know, buying something secondhand may come in at a lower price, actually, you're more likely to find something which is probably a bit more unique because it, it won't be what's in the shops for the current season. So it's your chance to maybe then tweak it a little bit and shine. Exactly. I mean, there's so many benefits to buying secondhand. Obviously, we're in a cost of living crisis, so everyone's looking to save money where they can. And on the environmental side of things, the fast fashion industry has a huge impact on the environment with such a high level of garment waste. So buying secondhand, you're helping reduce that. Plus, as you said, you can get your own unique items, whether that's you buy something that's not very common or you update it to make it completely your own. And with the sort of ideas that you can get out there, actually, the, the world is your oyster, isn't it? And uh, I, I won't be too shocked if there's a range of, uh, you know, Brogan branded uh, accessories that can be uh, added to, uh, you know, little embellishments and things in the not too distant future. Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? But I mean, there is so much inspiration on social media, people showing how you can upcycle things and add your own touch on pre-loved items. So I think there's loads to get people excited and encouraged to get involved. And, and how does it work for you now? I mean, uh, obviously, having been seen on national TV, making some amazing outfits, uh, are you then under even more pressure to create an item when you go out? To be honest with you, there is a little bit of pressure. I think people are a bit disappointed if they see me not wearing something handmade or, you know, upcycled. But it's my favourite thing to do is make my own clothes and, and to upcycle things, so I don't mind. And as I suppose you, you've probably got a bigger wardrobe than most would have for the fact that uh, you're creating so many different items. Yes, although I am actually trying to be a lot more intentional now. I mean, however, we see it, garment waste is bad, whether you make the clothes or you buy them. So I do try to really think about what I'm making and how I'm going to get away out of it. So I'm not wasting things. And it is always, they say, once something has worn out, though, there will be some good material in there. And it, it, it's always nice to see maybe that extra additional uh, contrasting coloured pocket made out of an old favourite pair of jeans. Exactly. I mean, even when clothes are worn out, like, for example, you said jeans, say you've got jeans that don't fit you anymore or they've, they've got holes in, you can mend them or you can actually completely upcycle that fabric in a new way. So, I don't know, use the denim to make a handbag or, you know, do some pockets. So it really is incredible what you can do. 
So if people are feeling like getting creative and have some brilliant ideas, where can they go to find out more about this Sudokran-backed uh, amazing award ceremony, basically the Oscars of the green world? So they can go to www.sudokran.co.uk forward slash pre-loved and they've got all the information there. And uh, basically you can also find out about the multitasking skincare brand as well. So you, it's, it all works well. We can recycle and we can have great skin. <laughs> the ideal combination. I think it works for me, but there we go. Where can we find out what you're up to online as well? Because I'm sure you'll be sharing some great things in the run of the competition. Exactly. So I'll have loads of upcycling ideas and just showing off what I'm wearing handmade on at the craft of high on Instagram. So do pop along there and check all of that out. And any last few tips? I mean, where's the best place to get your upcycling materials from? To be honest with you, charity shops locally have such a good selection. Vinted as well, you can always look online for things. And really, it's the hidden gems that you find in the back corners of the charity shops that are worth a look for. So worth having a little hunt around, see what you can find. And absolutely, get yourself out there and, and do something different. And I think it's, it's all about showing off your own personality and individual style, isn't it? Exactly. I think it's cool to wear something that no one else has. Well, have a brilliant time with the great British pre-loved awards working alongside Sudacrim. And uh, we look forward to seeing what other creations you come up with online. For now, Brogan Somerville, finalist on 2022. Sewing B, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 731 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.